Welcome to Coached Soul, a podcast for a better you. Your host, Steve Hudgens, is a licensed professional counselor, and your co-host, Julia Canton, is a therapeutic coach. Together, they discuss various topics, providing a different perspective on life and insight that you are not alone. On a non-emergency basis, you may contact them at area code 918-280-8690 or coachsoul.com to provide them with new topics, feedback, or to request an appearance on the show. And now, here's your host, Steve Hudgens. Welcome back to the show. I am so excited. Uh, Natalie did such a great inspiration to us that she's back again with us. Natalie, welcome again to our show. Thanks for having me. I'm happy to be back. You know, there are some great topics that we've talked about. And, you know, sometimes I know it's difficult for women because research has shown that women beat themselves up 400 words per minute. And women's brains to me is like spaghetti. All the noodles touch everywhere. And men just don't understand it because we are shoeboxes. Uh, of waffles here and we just compartmentalize but for women everything touches everything and i know the last time we talked a little bit about self-esteem of where you were growing up and you had this low self-esteem and then all of a sudden you dug deep and now you're just exploding let's talk a little bit more of drawing that out of here's this low self-esteem what caused that low self-esteem for you? Um, well, it started at a very young age and I had uh, a health issue, which I, I talk about more in detail in the, the anthology, uh, My Two Cents on Self-Love. Mm. So as a little girl growing up, um, like I said, it, I'm not gonna go in details, but it was a, it's a health issue that's it's very rare because uh, it started at a very young age and then it went until I was 13 years old. And oh my gosh, um, it I, I thought I was like, like you know, the only one with that problem. The problem, the, the thing is my, my parents didn't talk about it and I had to deal with the emotions. So in my previous um, talk with you, the conversation with you, I spoke about where art became my just my safe place. I felt yeah. good there. I felt I felt like I, I was, you know, worthwhile. But um, I didn't have uh, many friends because I couldn't go in and go to sleepovers. I couldn't have my friends come in, you know, to my house because, you know, I didn't want them to discover anything. Um, but um, so I, I just thought I was different, and I I became I I, I labeled myself as an introvert. And just low self-esteem doesn't even begin to uh, really explain how I felt. I just was, I learned to smile real big and be quiet. And I thought people would just accept me for, you know, being a nice, nice little Natalie. Here you are hiding the secret within you. Yes. And You know, I I equate it like a seed that gets planted in the dirt. We water Mm -hmm. it, but we hide it in the closet. It's Mm -hmm. so easy to stay in the comfort of darkness and the negativity 
that it's almost a blanket of comfort. Mm-hmm. Yes. That we don't want to grow. But if we put the same plants, the, the, the same seed and put it, expose it to the light, we may shun the light, may not like the light. But as we grow, we get this growing pain because we're branching out. We're growing from a seed to a plant and we resist pain. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, the pain doesn't define us. We become mm-hmm. this beautiful plant that other people can admire. And uh, we can admire you as a person, your artwork, this chapter that you've written in My Two Sins. So you go from this episode of this hiding. What yeah. got you out of hiding? Because you talked about your escape in the last podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, I always was terrified of being judged. Um, and that kind of stuck with me for a long, long time. Um, when I met my husband in um, back in Canada, because I traveled to California, I lived in Dallas, Texas. I had a career in graphic design, and I just like was high on life. I just would not stop. And and we're talking about doing introspection. I that I did not want to do that. Mm-hmm. until I met my husband. I went back to Canada. I lost my mom of cancer. And I think going back to Canada and being, you know, with my mom who was so sick and um, I feel like I missed so many wonderful moments with her because I was away. I was just, you know, just didn't want to face reality for a long mm-hmm. time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I, d- I did go into uh, abusing alcohol and drugs and just partying. I just like the, 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 the uh, nightlife was was my thing. So when I came back to Canada and I met my my husband uh, as my mom was, uh, you know, in, in, in her last days of her life. And um, she, um, I, I just kind of went. I was supposed to go back to Dallas and continue my thing, uh, being a designer and all that. But um, I just fell in love with my husband. And I, and what he was able to do is, uh, he was my uh, uplifter. He was the, the, the guy who um, made me realize how valuable I was, how uh, talented I was, and how much he, he said to me one day, you would make a great mom. Nobody ever, ever had said anything like that to me. Right. Natalie, you're a great designer. You're a great this. You can do anything you want. You can do modeling and modeling. But he saw something in me that was so pushed so far deep when he said that to me. It just, I remember the moment exactly when he said that. And it woke, it, it woke something up in me. And uh, so I lost my mom and I decided to, uh, you know, I stayed in in, in my hometown uh, with my husband and uh, then had my two beautiful kids. And the more I became that nurturer woman, that, uh, you know, that, that person that was always there, but I was not, I was, I was, I was not looking at it. Mm-hmm. I was just not facing myself in the mirror. Um, and then I became uh, that journey of introspection and again using my art I've, I was always painting and drawing but because I was doing like you know more of like the commercial side of things and uh, 
when I was away in California and Dallas, I, I I wasn't really painting for introspection at that point. I was just you know doing pretty things. Uh, so I became to I, I started to use my art and as a, more of a tool to uh, journal journal through art. Art journaling became a big thing for me. And um, yeah, you know my 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 daughter is now twenty four. My son is twenty seven, and I'm here at fifty nine. <laughs> you know, and uh, I feel as I, I feel better now than I did at forty because of because of of growing into uh, the woman that oh I always was meant to be. But Natalie, I mean, this is a great love story, <laughs> a love story not only of loving yourself, but mm -hmm. here's a man that created a safe place for you to land. Yeah, and. You know, there are good men. Mm -hmm. um, I'll do a Blake Shelton and I'll point a finger at my head and say, pick me, pick me. You know, I'm a good man <laughs> as well. It just took yeah. me a while to get to where I am now. Mm -hmm. But you have a man here who saw you. Yes. Sort of like Avatar. I see you. Mm -hmm. I just love that phrase because you're looking into the soul of this person and he creates, he planted the seed into you and it grew into this light of, of who you are as a person. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's all because one person believed in you. Absolutely. And how much better would this world be if we started believing in one another and you bring about judgment. And I'm like, can we just do away with judgment and accept people for who they are, where they are, that mm -hmm. we just experience life in just a, a different way? Mm -hmm. We did an earlier podcast about uh, drunk for life uh, and drunk on life. And it's just this aspect of don't lay in the wake of what a boat just did and you're easy working with the waves but get in the boat and go forward, explore life. And here you are, you were exploring life, but you change from drugs and alcohol and that party life to a very chaotic, to a very calm place. Mm -hmm. And here you are in Connecticut. Yeah. Misty Lee, our publisher from Campground CBD Publishing, reaches out and says, Natalie, share your story. What did you think when you got approached to write your story about you and your journey for this book? I didn't want to do it. I didn't want to do it. <laughs> I was like, forget it. Um, so as a painter, and I did a video yesterday about that, I've always said, oh, Painting is my favorite way of, of self-expression and communicating with others, my deep emotions and all that. It's so easy for me to paint something and make people feel the, the emotions. So anyway, since I wrote my chapter and put that story uh, on paper, figure of speech, I, um, I discovered that I love to write. It took like took me from like just writing, you know, social media posts. And, um, you know, I used to have a blog a long, long time ago, you know, uh, and my husband always, again, my husband's like, you are a great writer. When I read something that you write, because I used to create those, those, those blogs, he says, I, 
I want to read it all the way to the end. You, 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 you bring me onto mm-hmm. on a journey, and I was like, oh, all right, thanks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but I didn't believe in myself again. Um, so I, I, I sent it corrected. I believed in myself, but I was afraid of being judged or not being oh, good yes. enough, or you know. So when I wrote, when I accepted, um, I was like, I think I was if not the last author to jump in, um, not far from it, uh, I was like, okay, I'm doing this because I know I have I have a story in me. I have a book mm-hmm. in me, probably several books in me. Um, and Natalie the artist is also Natalie the author. And it's always been, you know, just, huh, I think we, we, we stop ourselves from experiencing our best, best selves because of, whatever reason because of negative chatter because of you know we're our worst critic so get rid of the critic just embrace life (laughs) but research has shown you know we talked about it before that women can beat themselves up over 400 words per minute i mean all these words and these impacts are coming at you and and you're feeling oh my gosh i'm gonna be judged Mm -hmm. um how did you get over the feeling because now this book is going to be published Uh, It can become international, like our other books have become international. Mm -hmm. What if this hits number one international bestseller? Because I believe it's going to hit that book because Mm -hmm. this book is so powerful. Mm -hmm. How did you get out of the judgment? Okay, so um, I wrote this chapter and I took the plunge into, um, you know, being published because I feel safe. That my story is nestled among other wonderful stories. So I don't feel alone. You can't do things alone. And whatever support, whatever community you need to join, um, whatever you need to feel elevated and supported, that's where it starts. So for me, the fact that it's a chapter inside an anthology, I feel safe and, you know, it, until it's published <laughs> i i can't wait because i'm not I, I can't talk about it yet exactly like the story right you would tell me yeah no i i i'm like okay i still want to stay safe while i can <laughs> and yes you have to read it because um uh it's a, it's it's a good one um and for, i've been researching more about uh this uh, issue i had as a kid and um um, the president, uh, was it Lincoln and Su- Susan Summers had that, uh, Michael, Michael London from the little house in the prairies, prairie, yeah. uh, like some, some famous people came out with this issue mm. that they had growing up and, uh, it, they had it, they, they had it hardened me because it's not every parents that deal with this the same way. So anyway, that's just a little cliffhanger again. Um, but to go back to what gave me that courage, yeah, it's just, um, it, it was feeling supported and being part of a community. You know, I like how you describe being nestled within the pages. When I talk to people in my office for therapy, one of the things that I go to is identity. Because the belief system that I have is, How can you work through therapy if you don't understand who you are or where your Mm -hmm. identity is at? Mm -hmm. So I try to start with identity. 
and dig in. So as mm. I'm digging out, I put in. Mm. And so when you think about this support system, how many times do we try to fit ourselves into a community that's just not a good fit? I mean, oh. we, we we look at where, you, where you've been, mm -hmm. the, the, the nightlife that you created, you were trying to fit into a community that really wasn't supportive. Oh, for sure. And it was a way of an escape for you. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you meet 30 different people from all over. And thank God for Facebook, because that's how we come together. We're able to talk and meet and chatter. And and then we find this community. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And we're able to be accepting and understanding. And that's how we're doing this podcast, because we find each other interesting. And what is it is that we can help uplift? Yeah. It's the artist within us that wants to bring out the artist to our listeners. Mm -hmm. You don't have to be an artist. You don't have to be a person who is an author, but start there. Don't, don't you think that with you journaling, help blossom the flower of who you are today as far as the artistry? You said it was very freeing for you. Yeah. Um, and um, so... While I was journaling and, and, uh, and for me, it's really been more drawing like uh, I have I have the journals here. There's a lot of pages with paint and and words and things like that. Uh, but let me go back to when I first discovered social media, when I first discovered Facebook, mm -hmm. I created a group. I called it the Women of Facebook and it grew to 7000 members. Oh, wow. And that was my journaling. That was like, you know, learning about these women from all over the world and uh, learning about their stories and, and who they were. And, and this group was just like, it, 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 I was so involved in it. It's now become, uh, it's now create to uplift. Uh, and I'm not as active in it because, you know, when it's like that, it, it has so many members, it's just kind of a place to, you know, go and post uh, if I have events or things like that. But um, yeah, so, I, I think journaling was also uh, on social media, opening up a little bit at a time. And it doesn't happen overnight. You know, transformation takes years. Yes. Right now, I feel like I'm in a place that um, I'm, uh, it's, I'm, I'm leaping right now. It's like leaps and bounds because I'm ready. I feel ready to open up and to, to, to reach out and to be available and accessible uh and i think when you become that uh you know opportunities show up and you uh you're there for people and people know they you can't be fake you you can you cannot fake yourself to being a good person <laughs> you can fake it for a little you can fake it for a little while but you're gonna you're gonna be found you're gonna be found people are smart people know people feel they have instinct so um the more authentic you are the the better it is and um you know if if it's your time to ask for help ask for help if it's your time to support others you know you're going to be support supporting others we all have our you know our flow of uh, of of growing and self-growth is is it's like a little baby plant it's like it's just little you know it takes time it takes water it takes love and care Right. So give yourself grace and uh, don't 
expect that you know everything is gonna happen fast, but one foot in front of the other, uh, you know, um, just focus on on what's beautiful around you. You know, for me, focusing on my children. Oh my gosh, it's just like you know. <laughs> It helped me to to be the person I am today, and I'm I'm still a little bit of a clown. I was saying I, I used to be the life of the party, and as a little kid, I was you know my dad used used to call me his you know his little clown, and I love to make people laugh. And uh, so, you know, that's coming back to who you really are as a person is 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 a wonderful thing. But you need to be ready to work. I think what you shared with me is fantastic. You anticipated my question. You answered my question before knowing what my question really is. It's a therapeutic question that I typically ask most of my clients is this. What you know now, what would you tell your younger self from the knowledge you, you gain now? Would you have done anything different? What would you tell your younger self about this experience? Uh so what I would tell my younger self is be aware, just, just embrace your talents mm -hmm. and, and your gifts. Um, know who you are and um, don't just, um, oh my gosh, it's, I, I want to, you know, I'm getting lost in my thoughts a little bit. Um, it's okay. And, yeah. and for our audience, you know, I'll give you a little break here. But for our audience, this is not rehearsed. This mm -hmm. is a question of a spur of the moment because there's some things that she was expounding upon that I think was just fantastic to bring out because I do want people to know how do you talk about your younger self? Okay, your light bulb's back on. Go for it. Natalie. Yeah, it's just I wrote this, you know, journaling again. I have chills. Okay, sure. so surround yourself with people who love and support you and be attentive and present to the people you'll support and elevate with your gifts and talents. I wrote this um, June 25th. So that's the answer to your question. Yeah, that's what I would tell my younger self. That's exactly, and I, you know, I think uh, that's that's why I feel I'm ready, and because I'm writing those those very deep uh, thoughts that uh, if I'm being asked, and I'm not, I don't want to say that I'm not good with questions, but often I'll think afterwards of what I should have said. Um, but I love conversation. I'm very spontaneous, uh, but sometimes I do get lost in my thoughts. And, and like anybody else, I get nervous. Um, but I'm I just have that effect on people. I'm sorry. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? It is about conversation. Yeah. It's about helping other people to grow from our growth and what we've done. And I think when I look at the Native American culture, they passed on stories to generations to their generations. You know, mm -hmm. I do have some Choctaw in my background and I like American Native um, history because of how they told their stories. And it's important that not only that we talk about our story to others and we write how, where we've been, where we are and where we're going, 
But at the same time, I liked how what you just expressed, know who you are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's important. Yeah. And even if you know who you are, be accepting of the changes that's happening to you. And be aware of the negative and the positive and hopefully going towards the positive light, even though it seems painful at the time, you're going to love yourself. Yes. Because how painful was it for you to come out on paper as an art- artist to, to express who you are? Mm-hmm. And now look at, at who you are. Mm. And like you said, you're growing leaps and bounds. And and uh, did any of this help you raise your children? Because I like the fact that your, your husband created the safe place that you yeah. would be a good mother. Mm-hmm. Audience wants to know. We're at our edge of our seats and we mm. want to know. Yeah. How did all of this impact your kids? Um, I w- I've always been very supportive and loving and understanding, um, patient, patient. Uh, I'm just not good early, early in the morning. But <laughs> uh, so my my daughter's an artist. She uh, she uh, she she did a bachelor's in in art and design, and now she lives in California. But she's not partying. <laughs> So, um, you know, I was always very honest, you know, to a certain degree with my kids where I, I told them, you know, where I live, what I did and all that. So, you know, my my daughter always wanted to move to California. Uh, so she's there now. And I think my stories of, you know, because it wasn't all like like bad or, you know, right. dark. It's, you know, it was, it was it was great meeting a lot of amazing people like Farrah Fawcett and Ryan O'Neill and and you know just anyway uh, i think my the fun stories kind of got to her and now she's she's having a great time in california and my son is my husband's a uh, an entrepreneur he has two businesses but is is a nurse at as at his foundation uh and so my husband my 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 son is uh is uh, going to be an rn in about 3 months awesome um I think I they have high self-esteem because I told them so many times how great they are, how how talented and how beautiful they are and how smart. So they have both have huge hearts and uh, I couldn't be prouder of them. More proud. And look of them. where it started. Yeah, it started by somebody believing in you. Mm-hmm. That impacted you. Now it's impacted your children, and Lord knows. Who they're impacting. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. and the story just grows and grows. And as Lamb Chop would say, this is the story that goes on and on and on. I mean, it goes on and on. I it's just, mm-hmm. a, you know, it, it's phenomenal. Natalie, thank you so much for your time and inspiration. And uh, definitely look forward to, to more from you going in the future. Uh, I hate that we're running out of time. But as always, thank you so much. Any last words? No, just thank you so much for having me. And uh, for people listening, find your voice and find your true self and go get your own leaps and bounds. The world is waiting for you. (laughs) Until next time. Thank you. Thanks for joining us today. We hope to have you back next week. Until then, be safe and be kind. 